The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to leave us a, a rating, review, or a comment if you're listening to the show on a podcast app. And hit that subscribe button and notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always notified when we go live, when we have new content. Of course, speaking of live, Larson, this Sunday, it's Fast Lane Day. So we're going to be doing live reactions to that right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve Larson. if you're watching this first thing Friday morning at 9 o'clock-ish, Friday morning, we'll be going live with WeBook Fastlane. Very important. Um, That's going to be over at the Itchtway. Yeah, and if yeah. you're not watching live, you can watch that VOD Saturday. Or if you want to watch some gaming content right now that's on our channel, you can watch Fun Wrestling's Wrestling Fun Limited. Oh, so much fun. Right Maybe now. Maybe too much fun. It's the greatest wrestling spectacular ever. I mean, is it wrestle death? Critics say no, but it's a close. It's it's up there. They say critics say no. Thankfully, it's not wrestle death. <laughs> it's up there. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We got plenty of stuff coming up uh, tomorrow on Countout. We have what are we gonna do? Um, still kind of talking about that. Well, we're gonna figure that out tomorrow on maybe Friday. Something when we like worst it. mania moments, but don't hold me to that. Okay, all right, we'll talk about it. Should be fun. It's gonna be WrestleMania something. Yeah, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, we are. Anyways, uh, and then of course we're also on the Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a fantastic way to help support going in raw. Without Patreon, we would not be doing this. Yes. Uh, and we have a variety of reward tiers there, starting at one dollar. You get the show ad free. Get to import your RSS feed, so all those pesky ads. That we run on the show. Think of the past. Uh, you don't. You, you don't have to deal with those. Don't need them. Uh, and then you also get a shout out on the show. Five dollars. Get a bunch of bonus episodes every single week. We should probably. Well, we can do that tomorrow. We can do it tomorrow. Yeah, it's already been a long tomorrow. day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there we go. Anyways, Larson, we're here to talk about news, wrestling news, news. It's Friday. That means we do wrestling news Correct. today. And. Uh, Let's just kick things off with yeah, this. Okay. AJ Styles. His Headed to All Eat Wrestling. All Elite. Oh. All Elite. Oh. Contrast coming up sometime soon, pretty soon. According to, uh, we've heard several times that he has yet to resign. Though he seems inclined to do so, but it hasn't happened yet. Got yeah. an update here, courtesy of Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer himself, Ooh. in this week's newsletter. Ooh. Quote, while Styles has not signed a new contract... And his deal with WWE is due shortly. He had told friends, and all expectations are that he will sign. The basic gist regards his age and the stability of WWE at this point in his career. Styles is Kenny Omega's dream opponent. 
and he's good enough friends with the Young Bucks that they have talked with him when they were considering their own futures late last year. Those in AEW had not expected Styles to consider coming, although they obviously would have wanted him if he was interested. It took him 15 years, by his own words, to get to WWE. He skipped NXT, went straight to Rumble. He, he's a big, big... He was literally just on the cover of video game. I mean, he's done it all already, WWE. He might as well go somewhere else. No, man, he's old. You know, Dude, look, we're old. You know how it is. We want you stability. Tried to, you're trying to tell me in all elite wrestling he wouldn't make just as much, if not more money? No. No, he wouldn't. No. No, he wouldn't. He makes money hand over fist with merchandise. You think, you think he didn't get paid for being on the cover of that video game? I know he did. You're insane. All indications are, though, that all elites is handing out huge paychecks. Not like that, though, man. That's a lot. For Chris Jericho to say this is the richest contract he has ever had. You know, that's a thing called bluster. That's a thing called bluster. I mean, Kenny Omega said the same thing, man. They're just tossing money around. No, nah, man. WWE's the place to be. That is the end-all, be-all. There are an, and Look, Michael Cole even said it, and he's not biased. There are no greener pastures in WWE. He said that on Raw. Yeah, he's not biased at all, is he? No. Uh, so, no. I never, I never thought... AJ Styles is going to go to Ali. Totally going to go Ali. Make just That's as much money silly. and work like a third of the dates. That's silly. It's a farm system. That's silly. It's not true. It's not. It's, 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 That's it's, silly. It's not a farm system. Uh, Kenny Omega should be going to him. Ring of Honor. For that Ring of match. Honor is a farm system. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, yeah, this is, not, this is not terribly surprising. This is basically non-news. But until AJ signs Alan Jones on the dotted line of a new WWE deal, this is going to be in the news. You know what they should be doing? They should be trying to wine and dine Wendy Styles and all those little kid styles. This is they should be doing that. All elite, you mean, Dad? Can you please? Yeah, all elite, exactly. It's like if you sign with all elite, you'll be home more often. Uh, I don't want to do that, son. Don't not into it. Toxic masculinity. Not into it. Being home it scares me. <laughs> Being home scares me. I got you trampoline. That's good enough. That's a replacement for daddy. No, that's messed up. That's a tough life, man. That is a tough it life. It is a tough life. And you make a good point, obviously, with all 80, probably working less dates. But I'm sure, hey, look, man, they've already given lesser dates to any number of those guys. I'm sure they'll give less dates to Alan yeah, Jones. Yeah, that was the indication that uh, his next deal he was going to be in, looking for on the lookout for less dates. Yeah. Let's say, just for the sake of argument, we got time to fill in the show. What if that would be said? Nah. You're AJ Styles. You're the face that runs the place. SmackDown is the house that you built. We need you every day. Wow. Five days a week, sorry. So what if they 200 said, days a year to be out there on the road performing, putting butts in seats. Can you do that for us, AJ? Not only do we need you the same amount as regular full-time, we need you more than regular full-time superstars. Because you're can that you do important. Se- can you do seven days a week? Can you do every show? Two can you day- do seven days a week? Two days on Sunday. Yes, two, two matches on Sunday. Right. Can you have the Ric Flair schedule? I thought you were a pit bull, AJ. Can you yeah. do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down, Vince. I can do it. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. It doesn't scare me. Many things do scare me, but that schedule doesn't scare me. Gillette razors, yes. I'm scared. Schedule, Overworking no. myself, no. <laughs> no, I'm not scared. Actually, you'd probably say no. I'm not interested in all that. No, I'd say go away. Get out of here. Yeah, I'll go to All Elite. Yeah. I'll work three days a week, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or 10 days a month. Yeah. One Sunday a year. Um, so, yeah, that's good. No, he'll probably get an Orton schedule. Yeah. He'll get a bus. Yeah. He'll get a uh, you know, have to work 120 days a year. Mm-hmm. He's so I mean the fact that he's old, 
And there's that he he he's always come off as a guy with kind of an old school mentality also. Yeah. yeah. And so I think some of those guys that are old school, it's like, just, dude, just, it's just like when I asked him, hey, you know, do you regret? Although apparently now he says he kind of wishes he would have gone to NXT. Yeah, I saw that too. Here's the thing: I think he probably thinks that if NXT were the way it is now back then, mm-hmm. because it really wasn't, it mm-hmm. was getting there. Mm-hmm. But if you know the fact that he said, no, why would I go to NXT? I'm main roster. He said that. He didn't just say this. He said, I'm not. He didn't say, I'm Dane Ross. said, I'm WWE champion right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I debuted at the Rumble. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think he probably sees anything else. I mean, even if we don't, even if we do not, I think he's probably the type, probably thinks there's anything else as a step down. You know what I mean? I yeah, can maybe, see that. Maybe. Maybe. But, that. you know, he's, he's got, accomplished a lot in the, what, three years he's been in WWE. Maybe he thinks. He literally has done everything. He's pretty much accomplished everything, save for maybe being Grand Slam champion, if that's of importance to him. He's been a two-time W champion, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. champion. He's been a cover of a video game. Basically just, had the belt for a year. I do, I do kind of wonder, though, like when you're in that atmosphere of the WWE, after being 15 years in, you know, doing what he did, mm-hmm. and then you get to WWE, I would think, and I mean, obviously, look, All Elite has, you know, big money behind them. I'm yeah. sure that their paychecks are going to be just fine. I do kind of wonder if, being in WWE, the atmosphere probably feels like the big time because it is, you know, and you can't, you literally can't get that anywhere else. You got guys running around with cameras doing these great WWE Chronicle shows and 24 and all these awesome little things. You're- but if he goes to Ali, he can be on being the elite. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. On the other hand, that is true. He could be on being the elite. Mm-hmm. He opened his own pro wrestling tea store. Yeah. And reap the benefits. <laughs> yeah. I like how you're, you're, you're making my point for me. Thank you. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's good. Uh, let's talk about this. Talk about the uh, WWE and somebody who might not be so happy. There. Well, let's, this is a follow-up from the Monday show. I wasn't here so you did all this. This is a follow-up on the, the Diva Dirt I was all sweating and report like nervous. Saying that uh, they had, re- they had uh, sources tell them that uh, Ronda was legit upset with Becky Lynch about their latest Twitter uh, feud, so to say. Yeah. The one involving uh, talks of penises and such. And fake. And fake, yes. yes. Those two things. Um, and so we have a kind of a bit of follow-up about whether Ronda was legit angry or if this is all kind of work. This comes from Misha Tate, uh, one of Ronda's former opponents, 
in the UFC, and I believe they were trainers on Ultimate Fighter one season, right? Maybe. I saw a picture of them look like Ultimate Fighter. And according to her, yeah, Ronda was upset. She was on Busted Open Radio. She said, quote, I know for a fact that burned Ronda's cookies. I have never heard that phrase. I have not heard that phrase either. Hmm. It really, I mean, it got under her skin because I know this. You don't talk about her family. You don't talk about this. Like, even if you're joking, she does not have a sense of humor. Wow. And therefore, shit got real. Ooh. When Rhonda called her out by her real name, no, Rhonda's pissed and Rhonda's not joking. She's not playing games. She's not used to having to play by rules. She never had to, had to before. Why is she going to now? She's already broken the rule with the F word saying that some things are fake. She's not a company woman and she never has been. Uh, that is all pure BS. That is all speculation. Well, it's also, I would actually go a step further. It's probably fed to Misha by Rhonda. Get this out there. We're trying to hype this, and I'm supposed to be, like, really mad. I can almost guarantee it's that. Why wouldn't are, she? What kind? I mean, are they even friendly? Probably. They've both been through, you know, through a lot together. I would imagine you come out the other end as, as, as you know, on the same page. I'll put it this way. If she's saying this about Ronda Rousey, she's got to know Ronda pretty well. Yeah, I mean, if they're... So, like, if she knows her well enough, I don't know. I think she's just trying to help her hype the match. Maybe. That's got to be the case. Ronda Rousey does have a good sense of humor. I've seen videos where she's laughing and joking and, and doing stuff. There was some There was some video... Uh, God, there was some video she put out, like, a while ago. One of the friendos linked me to it months ago where Ronda was doing some silly, like trailer park stuff that was actually kind of funny i don't i think she has a sense of humor i think this is like this I don't is totally tate says she doesn't I, I i'm guessing misha tate knows her better you, than you would do. trust misha tate over me yeah i know i think she does know her better and i think that this is all just fake this is the fake stuff this here is the fake stuff but is ronda really angry yay or nay no no she's making big money with wwe she's having a blast no way i don't know not a chance Man, I here's the thing. <clears throat> she was throwing potatoes at Becky on Monday. Yeah. The same way she asked Becky to throw a potato at her with that crutch. crutch. Yeah. And she just returned the favor, and you can almost see Becky saying, hit me harder, hit me harder. I guarantee you. No, man. Are you kidding me? Becky and Ronda are texting each other saying, hey, what do you want to do next? What do you want to do next? Give me a break. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's making one and a half million dollars a year. They're gonna get mad that if you photoshopped like my wife's head onto some submission picture of you, that would be it's the funniest thing in the world. Get out of here. She's mad at that. Get out of here with that. I don't know. I mean, Misha Tate said it was so. So who am I to argue? Well, you know what, man. You need some two dimensional thinking, man. No, That's I need three dimensional thinking. You need three dimensional. Get thinking. your Wrath of Khan reference right. <laughs> Well, Khan is too. I mean, even 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 fightful Sean Ross Sapp confirmed confirmed saying everyone he spoke to within the company believes that Ronda's frustration is real. There's probably frust that had to do with her promo stuff, though. Her frustration is real. She even said so in an interview when she said, you know, whatever learning disorder or whatever disorder she has uh, is, you know, it really works against her in cutting clean promos. Um. Yeah, she's probably she's probably frustrated, but no, I don't think, man, you can't be legitimately mad and go out there and then act as if you're in a play. 
Because that's what they're doing. It's all just play acting. You sure about that? There's yes. been plenty of times when in movies, the two leads do not get along. And sometimes it's really telling. And sometimes they do a heck of a job covering up, covering it up. The fact that they, they despise each other. I think wrestling is a totally different thing. Man. I don't think it's that different. I do. Let me, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll say this. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels did not like each other. Did not. Yeah. At all. Yet in the ring, they had incredible chemistry. We saw how that ended up. Montreal screw job. Yeah. Yeah. Bret Hart had a sense of humor about himself. He wouldn't be found himself in that situation. Well, that's a, that's an argument we have on uh, was Matt, it? Matt, Chet. Chet. Yeah, Matt Yeah, Chet. That's a good one, Matt Chet. You should check it out. Yeah, it's a good talk there. I don't know, man. I think these days, I think Ronda's having a, 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 fun, a good time in WWE. I think she's had a fun run. I think this is a hot, hot main event match. She's the first. She wanted to do for the women's division what she did for the women in UFC, and that's put them put that division firmly on the map in the mainstream. Maybe. And this feud is accomplishing that. And she's making a boatload of money. She's making a ton of money. And I, I refuse to believe that she's silly enough to think that all this stuff is real. I don't think you can go in and have a conversation with somebody and then – I just I don't think I don't think that's the case. That's my that's my own personal opinion. I could be totally wrong. I'm my, but, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know these people. Well, you know, you can only uh, uh, take in so much or or, or, or or gather so much from people's social media behavior. But you know how much of that, especially within the context of wrestling, is shoot versus work. We I don't guess know. Part of it too is part of why I think it's it's all just a big thing to hype the match is because WWE, for whatever faults they might they might have, they are very savvy with their social media. Yeah. And I guarantee you, I will almost guarantee you. Do a lot of guaranteeing on the show. <laughs> well, you know. Um, Triple H, who has been Ronda's handler from what we understand. Well, her, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's Paul and it's, Heyman, it's Levesque and Heyman. The two creative kind of leads. I think Heyman's gonna has been the one that's kind of handling like more of the day to day creative. And you floor. can't tell me Paul Heyman isn't a ma- he's literally has a marketing company. Like he's oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. literally mastering social media. Yeah. I I find it very difficult to believe that um that this would be any in any sense real. I just I don't know. Is that what you said on Monday too? Probably. Yeah, probably. All right. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I, I'm not disputing the reporting of people on the inside. I just think that it's easy to leak information that um, we've said many times over that people may have their own agendas when they leak information out. Yeah, and I mean, it's good. You know, it's I think it's good to put out there. What What did the diva dirt thing say last week uh, on Monday? On Monday, uh, I just pulled it up, and then I just closed it. Um, one moment, please. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you still had it up. No, no, I can pull up right now. Yeah. Um, the sources within WB and close to Diva Dirt have learned Ronda Rousey is legitimately pissed off at Lynch following the social media feud. Seeing the two women have worked themselves into a shoot. Yeah. And then it says the fightful thing that Ronda's frustration is real. Yeah. I don't. Well, that I mean, that's a little bit different, though. Well, I mean, it could be interpreted as one of two ways. I understand the thing about the microphone. I don't know what the rest of the context of that. that Yeah, I know. It just says beyond that, which made me think beyond this. I mean, I understand. I understand that there's that there's, you know, in the case of Ronda Rousey, she couldn't have gone through what she did with the UFC. She didn't have a big ego. 
Like, and I'm not saying that from, you know, as a negative, it's just, you have to really, really believe in yourself. And to a degree, uh, you have to take yourself very seriously to do this stuff. At the same time, it is rest, it is professional wrestling. And I don't know, like they, I just find it difficult to believe that you have to, you got to be on the same page and in to such a degree, because you're trusting these people with your, like literally with your lives in the ring. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I would I would find it difficult to believe that. And then Misha Tate saying this. I don't know. To me, it just it just sounds too. Sounds like they're hyping a big fight, and all this stuff is going to add to uh, the big fight feel. You know, I think they're doing a great job with it. But that's what well, I that's what I think it is. To Twitter. Which WWE makes you do? <laughs> like yeah, kind of. Like I don't know. Did, did they address? I know they didn't show specifics. Did they address the Twitter feud on Raw? I don't think they did either. No, they'll they'll put that stuff out there. Or their talents will put their this stuff out there. But by and large, they don't discuss it on the actual programming. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, there might be some instances where they have, but usually it is kind of let that. I'm sure they get, uh, you know, social social media best practices notes so, per feud here, and, and go also, from there. Here's also kind of the thing: Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey might not be a company person. But Becky Lynch definitely is. Mm-hmm. She definitely is. She was just at UFC 235 yeah. with a shirt that said, I own Ronnie. Yeah. I just find it hard to believe that Triple H, somebody, wouldn't reach out to her and say, hey, can you dial it back a little oh, bit? Oh, I'm sure Becky's because... operating completely within the guidelines set forth to her. And, and I, the... I, I, I just, here's the one thing that I... And granted, uh, given what happened on Raw this past week, I don't know if I should still feel this way. WWE has always been so hesitant to use the word fake in relation to their product whatsoever. And granted, they may not have specifically, and I think Russell Votes more or less said this, uh, uh, greenlit the exact verbiage used. Oh, I don't think they greenlit any of that stuff. Yeah. I don't think they greenlit that at all. I think they probably give them some leeway and say, hey, you want to you know, escalate this stuff on Twitter? That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that they're happy with, you know, probably half the curse words that Rhonda uses because she's fine with that. Um, I forget if Becky has. I, I guess my larger, what I was going to get around to is I, I, I would think it more likely that WWE would see this and be like, all right, Rhonda, you need to step back a little bit. You know, here's some things you sh- please don't do mm-hmm. rather than necessarily Rhonda being legit upset at Becky. Mm-hmm. I think that all that social media activity. Let's say it's impossible because I don't know Rhonda at all. I don't. I don't know what kind of disposition she has about any of this stuff. Um, but I can see someone in WWE seeing that tweet from Rhonda and being like, "Well, we'd prefer you not do that," you know. But then, you know, on Raw this week, they were pulling the curtain down quite a bit. So mm, yeah, but so, still, just like the, you know, they've never really pulled back the curtain that much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea that Becky literally, after all this, after all this, right, their WrestleMania main event, the one piece, Ronda Rousey, they have to be, that has to be at WrestleMania, right? Paying around a million and a half dollars a year. Mm-hmm. If she's legitimately upset, if that would be a problem. That'd be a problem. You don't want that. Well, it, it, it would because be a Because then problem. you start ending, then you, then you land on, well, cr- people sometimes are so big they're not afraid not to no show. Well, but here's I think I think there's there's it's not just is she mad or is she not is, is she mad or is she not? There's a spectrum there. Is there is there instance where she maybe was upset 
there was some beef, a conversation was had, they managed to smooth things out enough that they can proceed in a professional manner, you know? Yeah, I think that, I mean, there might have been that, but I don't know, man. I don't know that Becky Lynch is showing up at UFC 235 with a shirt that says, I own Ronnie, if there's like legitimate, you know? I mean, maybe there was a conversation where they said, hey, we need to draw some boundaries here. Um, you know, what can you, what can we do and what we can't do? I'd be really surprised if they didn't do that in the first place. I mean, given Rhonda's love for the business, it would really surprise me if she was like, you know, if she understanding how the business works, understanding how some of the best angles in the history of wrestling have gone down, that if she would be upset with this, I think she's probably more professional than that. But, you know, like you said, we don't know her personally. Yeah, we don't know. But I would just be, I would be really surprised if that was the case. Regardless, real or not, shoot a work. It's got people talking, and that's the, the goal nonetheless. And if you think they don't know how to do that. Oh, they definitely know how to do that. Then Whether people are go. upset or not. There you go. The end result, I think, is, is getting people talking about this program. Yeah. And that goal has been accomplished. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anyway, Steve. You know who should go there in addition to our wonderful audience? Vince McMahon, because he can he can afford that. Oh yes, because he's worth a lot of money, Larson. Yeah. Do you know how much he's worth? Yeah, I read the thing from Forbes a lot. Um, Their annual list of billionaires came out. Vince is now is more rich now than he was last year. Last year he ranked number six ninety one. No. no, this year he's six ninety one. Oh, this year I'm sorry, I ran that through. He ranked number six ninety one on the list with a net worth of three point two billion dollars. That's up from last year. Oh, there's no ranking from last year. No, but it was about like one and a half billion last year. That's yeah, a lot. Less than half of that three point two billion he's worth now. Yeah. Hey Vince, let's get some of that money. Yeah. Gee, Willikers. I mean the stock price went up quite a bit this last year. Well, yeah, he's a paper billionaire. I'm not sure about his liquidity. Well, there was the, the, the SEC filings they had, and apparently he his annual salary has been for the last three years is about one point four million dollars. So while he might be a paper billionaire, he is probably a real, I don't know if he has a cash on hand in the millions, but. Oh, I'm sh- sure. He's in terms got, of liquid assets, I'm sure he's got a multi-million dollar home, if not How long is the process? Because like we're talking about emergency situation. I need $5 million. Yeah, 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 yeah. How quickly would it well, take to. I'm sure to... he can get $5 million. He can go, yeah, I mean, he can go to one of those apps on you can get the phone and probably get $5 million payday advance loan. <laughs> Earn in. Checking the cash. Earn in. Oh, checking the cash. Okay. <laughs> Do they have an actual app? Because I've seen one on Instagram called Earn In. I don't know if checking the cash has an actual app. But and it's like, and it's like people. Uh, it's like what the heck? But it, I've, there's apps. Yeah, you can get like uh, instant approval for loans and such. Who the hell goes to Arden for a movie? I don't know. <laughs> That's scary. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, no, I've seen commercials for. I think it's called Earn In, and it's like. It's like somebody's filming. It's like it looks like a found footage thing. Somebody's filming. He's like, "Hey man, how are you buying groceries? I thought you were broke." Yeah, well, I get paid in two weeks, and I just get a advance on my payday, a oh, hundred dollars. Man. man, what's the what's the interest rate he's paying on that? Oh, I don't know. Twenty <laughs> percent. Yeah, at I least. don't know. Anyways, Vince doesn't probably doesn't have to worry about that. If he's uh, borrowing money, is that interest rates on his terms? Yeah, man. At least 
eight figures if he needs to borrow money. Yeah. Well, how long is the process to sell your stocks? Because um, didn't George Berrios just recently sell, sell a chunk $13 million? Of them. I saw a graph, a pie graph of who owns uh, what in terms of WB stock. This is all from memory. Vince, number one, 40%. Uh, everybody else, save from a couple of executives, like 55. I think Stephanie was in there. Uh, Hunter's in there. Uh, I think Barrios is in there. Kevin Dunn. They own like, you know, a little small little, oh, Linda, small little chunks mm-hmm. of pie. Vince has 40 and everybody else has like 55. Mm. Yeah. How do we become billionaires, Larson? Well, you I start a company. Subject, I want to be the, the, the object of, of rile there's several, amongst there's, many a socialist. There's, there's several ways you can do it. Uh, I want to pay my fair share. Uh, well, I think we do that now. Um, you can win the lottery when, when Powerball's in the billions, no. or um, you can start up a company. How about a media? Yeah, can we start up a media conglomerate? We're kind of, we're kind of doing that now. Nice. We have a media company. Um, you grow, you grow, you get some venture capital. You actually make them money. I want to be the first Patreon billionaire. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, to the point where your valuations in the billions, you have a public uh, offering. You reap the benefits, man. Yeah. Because that's just basically free money you're getting at that well, point. Why are we doing that? Because we're not worth shit. Seems like a big hassle. I feel like our valuation is probably like in the tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> Going in raw, really? Yeah. How? Okay, so how do you, aren't you, isn't it like, <coughs> you're supposed to take like how much you make in a year uh-huh. and then multiply it by, I don't know. Is it like three or 10? I want to say it's like three or 10 to determine the value of your company. You take your company and then you yeah, multiply okay, your okay. yearly income by a certain amount. And that's why, why, you, why you multiply it? Is that what your, <clears throat> is that uh, uh, revenue plus assets essentially? Is that what the idea is? Well, no. So like they say, oh, I want to buy this business. How much do you make yeah. in a year? Like, let's say, for example, it's $100,000 in a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're not going to buy it for what it's worth in a year. Yeah, yeah. No, you're I You're going to buy it that. for a multiple of whatever. Yeah, no, I understand that. Uh, that's way too many things. Yeah. I want simpler. No, that's the same thing. No, There's wait. probably some economist friendo out there who's yelling at their screen right now. How do you determine the value of a small business? Here we go. There you go. Find the value of business. This is from Patriot Software. I don't know if it was reliable or not. I like that you're only going so far as to look at the little, the, the sample uh, of Other Google. people ask. That's what I always do, man. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not that's not what I care about. Yeah, no. All right, I'm probably completely wrong then. That's why I'm not a billionaire because I don't know what I'm talking. Because we about. don't know business. That's right. I don't know, man. Being a billionaire seems like a hassle. Yeah, it does. Because you have to keep up. You know, it seems like <laughs> being like extremely rich would seem like a huge hassle. Not paying taxes. Yeah. All the hoops you you go through and all the money you spend to not pay taxes. Yeah, right. Like you have to hire all these high-powered uh, accountants and, and tax attorneys. Yeah. That's not cheap. Yeah, but... You're not, how much money are you really saving? A ton? Maybe, but it seems like a huge hassle. What kind of profits did Amazon have? Like $11 billion? Something like that. And they didn't pay any taxes. Which wasn't it just like a couple years ago they were like in the negative? I thought... Where did, when did they start turning a profit? Sometime between <laughs> now and then. Yeah. You're making $11 billion. You can't fork over a billion dollars to help this country. Right? That's insane. Jeff That's Bezos insane. worth, what, $160 billion? $130 billion? Burn every one of those billionaires. Man. And I guess he donates $2 billion of that to charity? Yeah. Something like that? Is that the number You know what, though? People are talking crap about that, saying, 
If, if it's it like was the equivalent a, to like <laughs> us donating 160 bucks. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but you know what? Two billion. Two billion is a lot, a lot of money. money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. So stop quibbling, people. How, how, how much in uh, personal income tax do you think Jeff Bezos pays? Personal income tax? Yeah. I don't know how that differentiates from probably none. They probably all escape. Because he's worth 131 billion, but how much of that is on in, on paper too, you know? Yeah, I have no idea. No clue. No, no. I don't know. He's never going to show anybody his taxes. Oh, God, no. But he's also getting divorced soon. Didn't his, didn't his uh, dingus leak? Wasn't there a dingus? Not no, like literally. No, like no, no. The National Enquirer was threatening to do it, and he was like, yeah, go ahead. That's Essentially, dope. he called their bluff. Oh, that's awesome. He had a medium blog. I think he's whew, huge. I don't know. He's like, yeah, let everybody see. He should have just snapped it himself. I'm playing send it to Yahoo. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Just Anyways, Vince is worth a lot of money. Yeah, dude. Uh... We haven't seen Lars Sullivan in a while, Steve. Yeah, but isn't all elite wrestling dude? Isn't isn't Khan worth a lot more? Yeah, he is. Do you know where he fell on the list? Two hundred and something. Whoa, he's over six. I think he was over six billion dollars. Wow. He was worth. See, they're gonna they're gonna put WB out of business. Yeah, man. Uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet has an update on Lars Sullivan. That's what they have to say. Pro Wrestling quote: Pro Wrestling Sheet has learned Lars Sullivan is in a good place after seeking professional help. Yeah, Golden Corral. That's a good place, man. I don't know if anybody who goes to Golden Corral leaves in a good place, Steve. <laughs> After seeking professional help following a mental health-related incident in January, sources close to the roster tell us he immediately began seeking help from mental health professionals, and WB have been incredibly accommodating the whole time. We're told Lars is feeling better now after being out of the spotlight and happy for the other NXT call-ups, but it's still unclear if he'll return to the WB at any point. First things first is good. He realized there's an issue. Got it taken care of. Yeah. Um... I haven't dealt with some own, uh, my, uh, my own mental health issues several years back. It sucks. It's debilitating, or it can be, uh, and they're no jokes. So if there's any you have problems with anxiety, depression, get help any way you can. And it's good that he did. Agreed, absolutely. So hopefully he's in, he's getting to a healthy mental uh, uh, mm-hmm. place. And uh, I'd like to see Lars. I think he's, a, you know, like Morrow says, he's a Jack Kirby creation come to life. I think it'd be great. You love playing as him in the video game. He is great in the video game. I love that's a great thing about the DLC. It's like they have to rush through the regular roster, but when they get to DLC, it's like, oh, we can spend more time on these guys. And the DLC has like a bigger spotlight. And so they like the DLCs, the the, the characters they whip out are great. They're so good. And mm-hmm. Lars is like one of the best. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, he, he can he can get himself right. And you know, if he shows back up, cool. And if not, if it decides, you know, hey, we'll help this guy out, get him on his feet. But if this isn't going to work, if it isn't going to work out, see if he can must continue wrestling elsewhere. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll show up some, somewhere else. As a fan, it'd be a shame if we never get Lars versus Braun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I want his I want his health to be number one. Yeah, that's first and foremost. Number one. Number one. Yeah. And totally. If, it, if, he'd look, if he doesn't go to WWE, if it doesn't work out for him, he can always go back to weightlifting message boards and make some money off those. <sighs> It's not like his own weightlifting message board. Nobody can ban him from that. Allegedly. Let's talk about these creative changes yeah, at WWE. Creative changes. Are we booking these creative changes now? I don't know. What's going on with this? Jeff Jarrett, PW Insider, is reporting that J E W F double J double G double five only one J double six nine double four two zero is taking on even more responsibility within the WWE after being hired as a producer earlier this year. Apparently, he's now part of the creative team. Who isn't? P- yeah, really. PW Insider says, former Impact Wrestling owner and WCW World Champion Jeff Jarrett has officially joined the WWE creative team. 
we are told this is a full-time executive level role in the company. Man, he went from tossing pan, uh, tossing tortillas to that uh, triple mania crowd to WWE executive. It is the latest move by WWE to bolster their creative team with Bruce Pritchard brought back in as a senior vice president several weeks ago and Paul Heyman being more and more intimately involved in writing and producing the Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar WrestleMania storylines. Uh, additionally, according to WrestleVotes, there have been someone else involved in recent creative meetings, quote, along with the influx of new minds backstage, including Bruce Pritchard, Jeff, Jarris, Jeff Jarrett, <clears throat> Abyss, and others. An interesting name has begun to sit in on important creative meetings and his ideas and opinions v- viewed in high regard. Jason Jordan. See, that's awesome. That's awesome. He's been working, I think, as a producer somewhat, working out with matches, but for him to be actively involved in the creative side of things is great. Uh, more about Pritchard's role from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. <clears throat> I think, was it last week? In last week's issue, he talked about Pritchard also. And he said something like, I'm almost, did he call him a carny? He called him a yes man and another term. And I swear to God, I thought it was carny. Or Someone something. has used that term in reference to, to Bruce Pritchard because we, it was that, it was that, it wasn't Cornette. Cornette said that. Because we saw that we listened to that little snippet of the Cornette uh, show where he talked about yeah uh, Pritchard and that Pritchard knew could essentially read Vince's mind yeah Carney's such a weird term to use yeah anyways look that up I'll read this yeah I'll look it up you go ahead uh, quote regarding Bruce Pritchard he's not the number two guy in creative or anything at quite that level but he <coughs> will have influence he was described as now working full time with the term roving consultant use although we don't know if that's the official job title. I mean, according to PW Insider, it's senior vice president. Um, he was described as being a guy in the process when it comes to influence would be below Paul Levesque, Triple H, Brian James. Oh, you didn't know? Road oh, Dog, didn't know. Dave Kapoor and Ed Kosky. One person who has heavily praised how Jeff Jarrett has been handling himself since coming said that he thinks Jarrett will end up having more influence as well. Well, let's see. That's last week's, right? Yeah. Maybe you should just do a, a term search for the word carny. Oh, there it is. Right oh, there. there we go. At the same time, Pritchard is a carny and a yes man. Wow. I'm kind of curious. Because it just it cracks me up. Like, that's such a weird term to use. I but I get it. I mean, I, I understand yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. old school. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's old school. And so let's see here. Uh, he'd be below Paul Bryan. I'm sorry. I know you already read this, but I was rereading it. Brian James, Dave Kapoor, and and they anticipate that Jeff Jarrett, saying how well he's done, will eventually have more influence as well. Yeah. So who um, knows? You know, I mean, his last run in Impact, he was there briefly before mm-hmm. the GFW thing. Mm-hmm. There was some cool stuff happening then. It seems like they're really heading in the direction of bringing in a lot of former wrestlers or wrestling people to handle creative versus. And I've said this before um, when they brought in Pritchard, as opposed to. Um, TV guys. TV yeah. writers, yeah. yeah. Even with Dave Schilling apparently joining the creative team. Uh-huh. Um, you, you, he's a writer, mm-hmm. but he's not uh, a writer. Of, as far as I know, I don't know if Dave's written any TV shows. Um, uh, but, you know, he's not from, you know, just fresh off the set working on a pilot yeah, or something like that. Yeah, they're not, you know? like, hiring. or they're Because didn't, didn't Max Landis once claim to be a paid consultant probably. for Raw? <laughs> he probably claimed that. Um and then, oh, and then, of course, back in the day, it was Freddie Prinze Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used uh, to be a writer there. Yeah. He used to be a writer there. 
So, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I'll never say no to more, you know, wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who, people who, who are in the business. Get the, actual, the, the business of wrestling. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think yeah, it's good for them. Good for them. Good for Dana Warrior. Yeah. What was your, I, I, you weren't there on Monday, so. I mean, if she's got the bona fides, if, she, if she's got a good ideas and, and could knows how to, to, to develop a story, why not? Well, I mean, I think it's like, this is kind of obviously, or no, I'm not, I'm not going to say obviously at all. But even if it's, you know, because I was just saying, you know, she needs a job, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure what Warriors Estate's like. Mm-mm. You know, if it's, imp- you know, if, if it's able to take care of her in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. But everybody likes to be active. Her kids are maybe, I don't know, going to college at this point. Mm-hmm. They seemed older. And maybe, yeah, maybe. She's, maybe she's like, yeah, I need a job. I want a job. Well, I mean, she already does a lot of uh, public relations work for him. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure is paid. But... I speculate maybe she had some hand at some warrior fanfic before. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. People get all up in a tizzy. It's not like all of a sudden she's going to be a head writer. No. If she's, but if she's good enough to all of a sudden become the head writer, chances are she's a really good writer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I don't know. People pitch a fit for no reason. Maybe. Yeah. Cracks me up. I mean, yeah. If, she's, if she has evidence that she can create interesting narrative, why not? Give it a try. Yeah. yeah. It just goes to show, man. Network, network, network. Yep. Build relationships. Yep. 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 Uh, last story before I move on to questions. Uh, an absolute legend, a pioneer in the wrestling business, Jushin Thunder Liger, aged 54, age 54, I can't talk now, it's been a long day, uh, announced during a press conference yesterday that he would retire following Wrestle Kingdom 14, I believe, in 2020. So the next Which Wrestle day? Kingdom. Which day, though? I think both shows. Oh. Um, and as I said, he is a legit legend, probably the greatest junior heavyweight of all time, 11-time IWGP junior heavyweight champion, hugely influential, inventor of the shooting star press, um, and Duke is still put on a quality match. Yeah, yeah. Apparently his match against uh, Taiji Ishimori at the anniversary show for the uh, the junior title is supposed to be pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll check that one out. I know, I feel bad. I really need to catch up on New Japan. I feel like I've really let that yeah, slip, same. slip away a same. little bit. And I didn't want that to happen. No, I wanted to watch more, not less. <laughs> Did you see that still from the anniversary yeah, show? Everybody staring yeah. down Jay White. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that was cool. How far are we into the show? Where are we at? 41 minutes. You want to do a quick rundown of this the New Japan Cup uh, brackets? Do some picks? Yeah, let's do it. Since that starts tonight. Let's do it. New, new, new Japan. All, All right. right. Oh, this go. isn't really a bracket. I want the actual diagram. Didn't Cody Miles send us a thing like on Discord? Probably. Let me check. There we go. It's right here. Got it. All right. We got it's on Reddit. All right. Um, all right. Yuji Nagata versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, Ishii goes over. Now, let me ask them. Because <clears throat> I don't recall. Uh, what is the is the early upset ratio like? Is this one of those things where there's like upsets early on? Um, there could be single elimination, so it's entirely possible. Yeah, New Japan. Let me see if Cody Miles has anything here. Let's see here. No, looks like he's lame. Oh wait, no, hold on a second. Might have been in today's daily thing. So who do you got? You got Ishii going over? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Nagata. All right, Hanma versus Taichi. They like Taichi. He goes over. Yeah, Taichi. All right. And then uh, Nakanishi versus Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi goes over. He's got a new haircut. Yoshihashi. Uh, Juice Robinson versus Chase Owens. 
Juice. I'm going to say Chase. I'm going to say this is Bullet Club heavy. Uh, Okada versus <coughs> Michael Elgin. Okada goes over. Uh, yeah, Okada's got to go over Yeah, there. yeah. Mikey Nichols, former Nick Miller from NXT. Oh! Taking on uh, Leo, Tonga. Leo Tonga. Mikey Nichols goes over. Nah, man. Bullet Club. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Bad Luck Fale. Ospreay Ooh, that goes over. That would be a good match. That would be a good match. Ospreay goes over. No, uh, Fale goes over. All right. Hina- Club. Hinare versus Lance Archer. I'm going to say Hinare. Hinare goes over. Lance Archer. Bullet Club goes over. Uh, go Ace. Tanahashi versus Umino. I think he's a young lion. Tanahashi goes over. Uh, Tenzon versus... I think Finley's out of this because he hurt his shoulder. So I don't know who his replacement is. I heard, though. Oh, is this some sort of pick em? All right, yeah. Here's what you got to do, man, because you're just running through all these. Like, well, you know everything. Me. Send that to it's me. It's on the Discord. You have full access to it. No, actually, I don't. I don't want to log in for the Discord. <laughs> man, wow. Uh, Tenzon goes over. This is. I feel like this match is going to determine the whole tournament. Kota Ibushi versus Tetsuya Naito. So, okay, winner of this entire thing gets a shot when? Uh, G1 Supercard MSG. Oh, pff, whole lot of nothing. They're not going to send. No, man. It's going to be. Kodobushi. Kodobushi's winning. Kodobushi's totally winning. Osprey. Didn't Osprey already fight Jay? Yeah, White? he just had the match anniversary show. It's supposed to be really good. Oh, it's supposed to be a good match? Mm hmm. It's going to be Kodobushi. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yeah, MSG's a big deal. Nah, man, I'm going to go with Colt Cabana. (laughs) Colt Cabana versus... Jay White. Kota Bushi beats Naito. Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr. I think Zack beat him last time, so I'll say Evil. Uh, Makabe versus Colt Cabana. Makabe's going over. Yano. Do this. I don't know. He has to drag drag the name over. I tried that. What if you do something over here? Oh, I see. Wait, do I do that? Oh. Maybe. Oh, I don't know how to do any of this. Um, Yano versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. Create a prediction. Oh, here we go. I'll do uh, 
uh, Yano. All right, let's see here. Kojima versus Suzuki, Suzuki, and then Goto versus Sonata. That's Sonata. No, I got it here. Okay. Oh, there you go. Let's see here. Actually, I got to start from the end here. Who I think is? I just who who I think is going to. It's going to be Kodobushi. Kodobushi is going to win. It's got to be Kodobushi. Yeah, they're job out Kodobushi to Jay White at freaking Uh MSG. Yep. They just signed Kodobushi. Yeah, I know. He's been putting over New Japan like even over his best friend and maybe lover Kenny Omega. They're not going to job him out right yeah, now. Yeah, they are. You're crazy. Yeah. Well, you think Hiroki Goto is going to win in main event in the MSG show? I didn't say that. It's not going to be Okada. They just had a match. It's not going to be Tanahashi. That's too soon for a rematch. Man, I want to see a Zack Sabre Jr. versus... Has he fallen off or something? No, I don't think so. Because the, the bracket here, the one with Ishii and Nagata, I think the final is probably going to be Ishii versus Juice. Ishii versus Jay White. That'd actually be... I could see that happening. I mean, that'd be a good match. I could see that happening, totally. And then... Okada versus Osprey. And then... Uh, wow. <coughs> Trying to figure out who on this side of the bracket would go. I think it's going to be, uh, let's see here, Ishii versus... Then Sonata versus Yano. And then this one would be... Remember, David Finley got taken out. Yeah. Well, yeah. And this one would be uh, Ibushi and Tanahashi. So the semifinalists, I think, will be Ibushi, Sonata, Okada, and... Ishii. My final is Ibushi versus Ishii, and Ishii wins. It's going to be Ishii versus I'm gonna say, Jay White. I'm going to say Ibushi versus Okada. As you like to Okada point gets out. The win. Or sorry, Ibushi gets the win over Okada. As you like to point out, Ishii's a big name. Yeah. Let's see here. If Okada All right, let's take some questions here, while, you fill, while you fill out your bracket. Uh, let's see here. Who moves on here out of all these guys? Uh, the Russell dude. If next year's Mania is pirate-themed, and we, we've had a Greek-themed Mania... What Mania theme would you want to see? Have a WrestleMania next time. Is at Houston? Space-themed. Um, oh, man, that'd be killer. Oh, I'd totally go to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Adam Mayhem, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you miss Adam Mayhem? Um, like, what is lower than Z? Is it possible to do lower than Z? Well, there's negative numbers, yes. Is it lower? He's such a look. He just wants attention. But this this particular scale is one to ten, so I guess it'd be a one. Yeah. Do I miss him at all? I don't know. Like when he was around, we would I would get more BLTs because we go to Brew mm-hmm. Pub next door. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah, and BLTs are delicious. So two. I'll give two. him two for BLTs. What do you think? Um, eight. Wow. No seven. You, you used to be like a whoa seven. dropping. Because I have more money in my pocket now. That's true too. Um, uh, Carmen Childers with next year's Wrestlemania apparently being pirate themed should every entrance be made by swinging to the ring on a rope yay or nay no that's terrifying no there should be walking the plank too although Kyrie Sane's got to do a thing right yeah there's got to be some walking of the plank um, the thing from under the ring will Dan be making an appearance for Wrestlemania hopefully 
Hopefully. I'm saying Suzuki's not going to make it out of his first match. Oh, against... Kojima. Kojima, that's entirely possible. I'm wrong about that. Aaron Schmida, what are the point of rest holds? NXT and NXT UK have proven they're unnecessary and just makes Raw and SmackDown more of a grind to watch particular matches. I can't matches. stand rest holds. I this can't is stand why. Them. This is why they do it, especially when uh, the heel has the fa a face and a rest hold. It's to get the crowd into it. It seems co contradictory, but this is what happens. Faces in a rest hold. He gives the, the, match, the match a moment to breathe. And it gives the crowd a moment to rally behind the face. Uh-huh. That's the psychology behind it. I think I've heard that somewhere. Could be wrong, though. Man, I am booking this to perfection. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see if you're right. Um, Dylan James, how many people in NXT UK do you think will succeed besides British Strong Style and oh, Walter? Oh, man, I've got this down perfect. Uh, Jordan Devlin could be a huge star. I love Jordan Devlin. He's great. I love his theme music, too. It kicks off with beer. It's, it's, it's like an old West theme. Yeah, it's great. Um, Firebomb. How likely does Charlotte walk out of Mania with a title because Becky and Ronda are too concerned with each other? No, I don't. I don't think Becky's going to lose sight because she's got her own beef with Charlotte. So I don't think that's going to be a worry. All right, listen to this, man. All right, hit me. Fine. My final is uh, Ishii versus Kota Bushi. Uh, before that, we've got in the semifinals, Ishii versus Will Ospreay, killer match. match. Kota Bushi versus Sonata, up-and-comer. Kota Bushi gets out of that. Before that, we've got Yano and Sonata. Yeah, that's what I said, too. In the quarters, Tanahashi, Kota Bushi. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Uh, before that, Okada also Osprey got that. Okada Osprey, Ishii Yoshihashi. You have Juice Robinson losing to Chase Owens. I do. I think it's going to be Ishii versus Juice. I think Bullet Club's going to be the. You know how Suzuki Goon? They all they do is like interfere in other matches. Bullet Club's going to be doing that. Hold on, take a pause there, uh, Mr. Triple Mania Wangaro Junior. Math on Minoru Suzuki and Doctor Wagner Junior. Okay, very important math to be done. Down for that. I feel like I should do the math, though, because you are I biased. Be, I can be totally impartial. No, you cannot. Not like me. Yeah, you're so impartial when it comes to John Cena. I don't know why I get it. It's not like I'm even a fan of Cena. All right, Minoru Suzuki. Being good, in ring. Uh, it's kind of one note. Give him like a three, four. <laughs> that must be an impartial. Nah, give him, give him a seven, man. He's seven. Quality seven. Uh, promo, he's menacing. So he's one of the few guys that I, the language barrier doesn't matter. He terrifies me. Yeah. Give him an eight. Eight. Look, eight. It's terrifying. Well, he's kind of goofy looking though. But his hair is all legit, man. Give him a seven. Quality he's, seven. He's legit. Quality seven. Legacy high. Pretty high legacy. He's one of the greatest fight athletes of all time. Eight legacy. Eight legacy. Kayfabe. Uh, I mean, he's had some titles, but it's not exactly booked the strongest. Quality seven. Yeah, I'll say seven. That's fair. Well, you're not going to go up to eight. No, I'm saying that's fair, man. Seven plus for being good. 15, 22. That's a seven plus. Baron Bret Hart, I'll take that. Yeah, man. No, I think Suzuki's up there with, uh, with some of the best. Yeah. Dr. Wagner in ring. I have no idea. Good. I've seen a couple matches of him. He's good. Let's give him seven. Seven? Okay, good. Promo. I mean, based on his voice alone, nine. Yeah, I give him a nine for promo. Look, he looks incredible. Yeah, he looks he, like a time traveler. Yeah, nine. Nine for look. Yeah. Legacy. Oh, it's man. been around forever. 
Dude, Killer Legacy Eight. nine. Kayfabe. Oh, I don't know. He did lose his mask though. All right, six. But then you see his face, and it's amazing. Yeah, but six, seven. He lost his mask, man. That's not the end of the I'm world. I'm sorry. He lost his mascaris. Mascaris. That's not the end of the world. I just don't want to overrate it. Uh, 18, 25, 8 plus in terms of being good. Yeah. 16, 23. Ooh, 7 plus. So almost an 8 wrestler for I Dr. I can see Wagner Dr. Jr. Wagner Jr. is a 7 plus wrestler. He's up there with Suzuki. All that made sense. See, the thing is, dude, the math never lies. Yeah, I was completely unbiased with Minoru Suzuki. Not a single 10. Um, Kyle, thoughts on Finn losing at Mania and hitting to SmackDown? Or do you think Finn has to win at Mania? I don't think he has to win. It's entirely possible he wins at Mania's. Manias, mania. Manias. All manias. And then they send the Intercontinental title over to SmackDown in exchange for where the U.S. champion is. It's Entirely po possible. It's always possible. It's always possible. Oh, good question. Christian Baldridge, do you think Dean Ambrose stays with WWE? We've heard Melser says he's out the door. We've heard reports of people within the company thinks no, he might very well stay. Um, if you had to put money on it right now, if you were a betting man. What did you get from Amazon? Uh, none of your business. <laughs> I, I didn't get anything. Uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, if you were a betting man, yeah. Dean Ambrose stays or goes? I think uh, I'm going to say he stays oh. because I feel like it was a bit of a cry for attention. Attention. And then Roman came back, and Roman's probably one of the more persuasive guys there is. Come on, man. Just stay. All right, Roman. I can't say no to you. So, yeah, it's also better for an ace career. Uh, he's gone. Um, the lurker, the wrestling lurker. Ooh. What do you think about Jay White's push? I think it's too fast. I'll, I'll be completely honest, man. I know I'm going to get some shit for this. It's kind of the reason why I tuned out of New Japan. A wow. Bit. Yeah. Like, I just don't feel it. I don't feel, you know what you know what it kind of feels like? It feels like a little bit better version of the Miz in 2010. I just I don't feel it, man. I'm still confused by like the infrastructure of Bullet Club, and I'm a very big fan of understanding what the hierarchy is. For example, Suzuki Gun. Guess who's in charge of Suzuki Suzuki Gun? Suzuki is, yeah. Yeah, you know why? Because it's they named after him. So it's his thing. I don't know. I like Jay White as a wrestler. I think he's really good. The story just hasn't been as compelling. Like I think I feel I, I just feel like they fumbled some stories. I understand all that, and I think a lot of it's because the way the, the elite left Bullet Club was very anticlimactic. Yeah. Same time though, I don't watch every show, so I'm not going to be too critical of the story beats because I'm not. Honestly, aware of them. no. Hey, you know what though? You know what? This is such a good point um, that I'm about to make. Uh, you know one thing that isn't constantly reminding me of what. Cool stuff I might be missing in New Japan. Lariato gifts. They shut that down. They shut that guy down. And now I or don't. You can do two per match or something like that. Like three per match and no finishes and mm -hmm. probably no big reveals. So like I'm the thing about New Japan is I need to be reminded of what I'm missing. I will be so much more likely to be like, oh, here we go. I'm not going to mm -hmm. get into it sight unseen because mm -hmm. I like to watch stuff live. It doesn't work for me live. I'm, you know, just in terms of my sleep schedule, I'm not going to stay up for anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and then they killed the the New Japan Rumble. I don't know. I feel like they're just not. They're doing... not catering to Steve's wants. Yes, and that's, that's really important what it is for Steve to be into something. Uh, Stefan or Stephen Corny 
In predictions, you said Becky versus Charlotte will be a DQ finish. His hold harmless non-sanctioned match, match, so it can't be a DQ. My understanding is that Becky had to hold sign a hold harmless agreement in the event that she got injured during the match. For the match to happen, yeah. Yes, not that the match itself was unsanctioned in any stretch or was no disqualification. They have not made that point. Yeah, this isn't an unsanctioned match. No. They right? just, they just, she just signed a thing whereas WB wouldn't be liable should she get injured more. <coughs> that yeah. was my understanding. If we're wrong, we're wrong. Uh, Kevin uh, Milky, how do they find the next NXT champion? Tournament, ladder match, or other? Fatal four-way. I think it's going to be a fatal four-way. Uh, Jamie Devlin, you guys go on about the problem with NXT UK as lack of stories throughout the roster. Is that the case? Because unlike NXT US, the UK brand doesn't have set in stone takeovers in the calendar yet to work stories towards. Interested to get your guys' thoughts on this issue. Um, I, I just think it was more of a feeling out process in terms of knowing the talent they had on hand. And I'm really curious now that the Performance Center is fully armed and operational over there, if that's going to improve things. I mean, granted, it's just one episode. I thought the last episode was really good. Mm-hmm. Really good wrestling. They were trying to jam a bunch of matches into an episode with uh, a bunch of unmotivated uh, bouts. Yeah. Everything, for the most part, was motivated, save for the two uh, squash matches or enhancement matches. So if that's if that's the trajectory they're going to keep going on, I'm looking forward to see what they can do. Um, I've n- I haven't had as big a problem with that as you have. Um, when they go to, so I think I have the same issue when NXT. Sometimes everyone, I mean, they've only done this once that I can remember in the in the recent past when NXT does like a TV taping at like in like San Jose or they yeah, they yeah, do yeah, like yeah. on tour. Yeah, and it's like obviously it doesn't really have any bearing on story. When NXT for the last three weeks went to Phoenix, it just didn't. It, oh, NXT UK, yeah. NXT UK when did the Phoenix tapings, it just didn't feel normal to me. Um, I actually really enjoy NXT UK. I thought when they were doing two a week, it was a bit much. Yeah, it was too much. But I mean, that's just because it's our job, and we yeah, have to it's do four this. hours of wrestling. You got to watch them pretty much one day. So that's back when Two Hundred Five Live was still on, was on Wednesdays too. But to me, I mean, to me, honestly, the the. For me personally, the strength of NXT UK is in the characters, and I think that they have usually done a pretty good job of giving us some really concrete characters. Um, I do hope they proceed further with like more stories and stuff. I think that is one thing they definitely need, um, but it hasn't really hampered my enjoyment of the product um, too much. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, wow, what a great show. Mm-hmm. Anyways. That's it for the show. Be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment if you're yes, listening please. to us. Join us on Sunday for yes. our Fastlane uh, live stream reaction. Yes. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.